Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Crease Crank Hockey Podcast with Murph and Speech. How's it going, Speech? Um, I'm doing pretty good. Had a big week last week. A big championship win. That's what I'm talking about. And yeah, I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Feeling kind of on cloud nine. Uh, we <laughs> we uh, won the championship against uh, SJR. SJR put up a good fight. All three games gone to overtime. Um but uh, the big uh, John Taylor boys uh, came out with the W. We won one nothing in overtime uh, in the game three. It's best of three for the finals. But um, yeah, it was awesome, and uh, you can't knock off that great feeling feeling for winning a championship, can you? No. Nope. Um, I just like to mention this, Sean Murphy, your dad. I saw tears fall from your father's eyes after we won that ship. <laughs> he was so happy. There were tears falling from his eyes. Yeah. The only guy more excited than your dad, I think, might have been Callum's dad. Yeah. But when you see, yeah, Mark, Mark, if you're out there, he was. You could see it on the live barn, him banging on the glass. The first guy, just the hypest guy in the stands, and then I, one of the staff members that were uh, working there had to calm him down and say, "You can't bang on the glass." Yeah, happen? yeah, you could see it in the video. It was pretty funny, but. He he's one of my uh, one of my favorite dads I think for coming to watch the game so um yeah but like we said we're we're we've been on a cloud nine we won uh, we won it Thursday so you could tell obviously we had to go out and party for a bit but uh, now we're here uh, Monday for a good podcast episode ten how do you feel about that feeling good you I think we've I know it's only been ten episodes but we've came a long way since we started it's flowing smoother now and I just, I'm excited to make 10 more I'm excited alright um, well what we're really going to talk about today is this we're going to go into depth about a couple teams here there's nothing like too crazy to talk about today but it's just kind of bit of a quieter week in yeah, the NHL it, yeah exactly I would say so so it's just kind of like giving our own takes on NHL teams and then we're kind of go, go into depth about um, the playoffs that are coming up in a bit and uh potential matchups and key factors that could make or break a team in the playoffs and then uh we're also going to like i said just a couple teams just name dropping them a bit like the oilers and the flames etc so um uh what would you want to start with kind of thing um you know let's kind of get the the bad news out of the way first the oilers goalies are still terrible and their defense are just as bad right now, which is a little bit of a surprise because they just traded for a Ekholm. good two-way guy and Matthias Ekholm. But that being said, it also does take a little bit of time to settle into new systems and new guys. And Ekholm played in Nashville for a really long time, so I wouldn't say it's his fault though. Like, no. like obviously you have to get warm. He's he's in a a new area, especially playing in a place called Canada. So um, definitely guys that are new there, um, it's not always the um, – it's a good welcoming from Canada, obviously, the nicer part of North America. Um, but um, just coming from a place from Nashville, obviously it's different from Edmonton. But, um, yeah, like you said, like different systems and stuff like that, different players. So you have to build the chemistry up with those guys. But I don't say – I'm not saying it's his fault or anything about – uh, the way Edmonton has played so far, it's just more on their main guys. I mean, obviously, you can't really blame McDavid or Drysdale because they're just doing the thing. McDavid has 127 points right now, so 
obviously you can't blame him and dry saddles about to pass 100 so you can't blame it on those guys i'm pretty sure can you <laughs> maybe the only thing you ask for is a better defensive effort i guess but i don't even think it's been that it's they're they're doing more than enough and when you have the two top scoring players in the nhl and then the entire world like that i just don't even know what to say to that like you're doing something wrong when you have the two best players in the world and you are just struggling and you're in a wild card spot. Could like j- just imagine if oh, I don't even know what to say. They just they're struggling and they have the two best players in the world. Okay, well let me ask you a question here. Okay, well, I'm going to ask you this and then I'm going to give you my na- my answer. Do you think it's like what's more what's worse, the defense or the goaltending for the Oilers? I think the goaltending. I think their defense are serviceable for the amount of goals they put forward, but I think the the goaltending has been the question mark all season. And right now they're reminding me of the 2016 and on Toronto Maple Leafs, where or not not that year, but before, where their defense are just what kills them. Like they they can score six a game, but when you allow five. It's hard to, when you allow seven, you can't win. And they're they're just relying on Connor McDavid outscoring teams right now. And it, exactly. it's not, I don't think it's doable. And that's, that's not good. That's not a good team, like, kind of thing when you just have McDavid. I know McDavid's their team, but, like, you have to, it's just, he needs help. I mean, yeah, you have Nugent Hopkins who has 80 points. You got Zach Hyman who's over a point per game. You got... Like I said, Drysaddle, like, well, Drysaddle's, like, top five in the league, so we can't really knock Drysaddle. It's Drysaddle and McDavid that need the help because it's just them two putting, like, most of the pucks in the back of the net or driving or the driving force of the offensive zone kind of thing. So there's what – who do you have on the – you have Ekholm now, you have Nurse, you uh, have CC Bouchard. Bouchard. Okay, That's their top you four, know, right? You know your defense is struggling when Cody CC is a top four defenseman. <laughs> Elise legend. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, like when you have a guy, he well, he's making around like three mil or just over, so that's not a really good contract. But like, but even that though, I just want to piggyback off of what you said. I like how you said goaltending because that's what I was gonna say. Is I agree with you. Is it's definitely the I think it's the goaltending part. Honestly, I think Jack Campbell's kind of a waste of a <laughs> roster spot. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry. Mr. TikTok himself, but I think he's a great guy and he's a really nice guy. And he was really respectable. Uh, in like, Toronto, he was actually good and he was a a real starter. Like he was yeah. putting up starter numbers. But now that you've watched him leave, do you think that his numbers in Toronto were inflated due to a better defensive play? Yeah. And I'm gonna chime in on that. Austin Matthews, who is having a down year offensively, has been really good defensively this season and it's a big change and it's I I think it's helping them win more hockey games and and the Leafs if they get past the first round they'll probably go deep but I think the Leafs are a different team this year than they were last year oh boy here we go give me give me a take why they're different I and we'll go back to the Oilers but well I think Samsonov's better than um what Campbell was like last year that's fair and I, I also think that. the Leafs' defensive core is a lot stronger and a lot better defensively. Who do you have? You had Brody McCabe. 
Um, Luke Shen, who's a good defenseman. Okay. Giordano. You had him at Giordano last year. Yeah, but still, we'll talk about the core. They still got Morgan Riley. Okay. Lilligren, who's a good two-way defenseman. Okay. And then, oh, how am I drawing a blank here? Well, you have no more Sandy. I think you named six. And Justin Hall. But Justin Hall, questionable at times, but he can be a good defensive defenseman. Yeah. I, I say you guys get back Jake Gartner. <laughs> but no, but yeah, I think you're right. Like, like that's a good top yeah. seven, and it's not necessarily the most offensive defensive group. But that being said, look at their forwards. Look what you got. They Matthews, have good Marner, for Marner, Nylander, Tavares, Tavares. Yeah, just name the whole. Ryan O'Reilly now. Yeah. So. Cali Yarn Croak. Oh boy, but maybe not him, but. <laughs> But yeah, Bunting. He's awful. But get out. David of Camp. Okay, I saw this. Okay, well, I like how you kind of brought up Michael Bunting. Like, I saw this thing like a month ago, and it was on Instagram, and it said like, if uh, Bunting wasn't playing with Matt Matthews and Marner like last year or like kind of this year, do you, do you think he would have a roster spot? Yeah. You think you would have a roster spot? Yeah. I don't think you would. I think that person made a great point. That was you that was saying that. What do you mean you saw that? No, I did see it on Instagram. I promise. I forget what what it was. I think it was NHL discussions or something like that. But like that's what it said. But I don't think the Leafs are getting out of the first round. But anyway, we'll go back to the Oilers. I just don't see Jack Campbell. Like he's been rough all season. I mean, he has been saying like even at the start of the season when he wasn't. He he still isn't playing that well, but when he was he was playing pretty bad at the start of the season. He was saying like, "Oh, I'm sorry, my bad. I'll play better and stuff like that." But that's just been continuously bad. Like, there's nothing really positive to look at out of the defensive core or the goalies. I mean, Stuart Skinner's okay, but he's on and off, and then Jack Campbell's just horrendous right now. So, um, looking at this from the Oilers' perspective and looking at this. Uh, as like a hockey fan it's really disappointing yeah well yeah that too but like if you make it to the playoffs you ain't going anywhere with that's at least true. decent goaltending that's not true look at their division the pacific is so bad that i, I think know. mcdavid and dreisaitl could win their way out of it yeah they could but like look you need you need a goalie to go all the way yeah you could get out the pacific division but don't you want to go like far far yeah, but if you get out of the Pacific, you're already in the semis, and anything can happen at that point. They're losing in the semis if if the goaltending keeps this up. Like they're not, they're playing bad. There's just nothing else to say of it that they need to play better before the playoffs. They need to pick it up and do their job because I know McDavid and Drysdale are doing their job, and a couple other guys too. But the goalies in D need to pick it up. Yeah. Um. Here's we'll switch away from some of the. Worst news. The Bruins clinched the playoffs. The first team to clinch it as well as they hit 50 wins this week. How do you feel about that? Uh, as a Bruins fan, and um, feels great. <laughs> feels awesome that uh, Bruins clinched. They, they, it took, oh, they broke the record for, what was it? They broke the record for, like, least amount of games to win 50, to get 50 wins, I'm pretty sure. Probably. They're just dominating this season. We're a wagon. We're a wagon. What do you think about the President's Trophy curse, though? Um, 
Uh, I'm not phased by it. I don't feel nervous at all. I just think we're just going to win out, and then we're just going to sweep every series in the playoffs, and then just raise. You're going to sweep every series. <laughs> going to sweep every series. Going to have Allmark just playing lights out. You're going to have Pasternak, the $11 million man, just uh, sniping everything, like on Jack Campbell. Oh, bar down, bar down, bar down. Oh, wait, why did I say Jack Campbell? On Samsonov. The Bruins lost to the Oilers this week. Yeah, that was actually disappointing. And they lost to Detroit like 4-2 or something, 5-2. Yeah. Five, what are we doing? 5-3. Yeah, but whatever. That's that's okay. We could, And Tyler we, Bertuzzi's return to Detroit. Yeah, that, that's a little disappointing. I'm not going to lie. Come on, Bertuzzi. Pick it up. But, uh, yeah, it's actually been really cool to see how they've already hit 50 wins. And um, we talked about them last week for a bit. But, like, the Bruins are – Still hot. I mean, right now they're kind of cooling off because they just lost, like, pretty sure two straight. So um, now they're on a bit of a – I mean, considering this season, they're on a bit of a downfall because um, I don't – have they lost two in a row this year? I'm, probably not. Yeah, yeah probably but. not. But, um, yeah, like, the Bruins are good. Obviously, they're making the playoffs. They're already clinched. So they clinched this this week with, with the 50 – uh, 50 wins so same game so that's pretty cool so um, but like kind of keeping in the Atlantic you got the matchup Toronto that's probably going to happen 17 points behind the Bruins yeah just 17 points but you have Toronto and uh, Tampa probably going to play in the first round how, how do you think about that from kind of like a lease fan perspective they're making it out of the first round this year they they took Tampa to seven last year, and the the main difference is obviously Andre Vasilevsky, but I think that the Leafs are a lot stronger than they were last year, and I don't think Tampa got a lot stronger. No. No. Why not? Um, they just didn't really add anybody, and they lost like their defensive core is not what it once was. Like, do you remember how big of a wagon that decor was? Like, they were unreal, and they lost McDonough. Obviously, they added they added Janot, which will help. But I, I still, I think Vasilevsky could steal the series. But I, I don't know if that'll happen. I think the Leafs are have learned from their previous mistakes. I think this will be the the redemption tour. Redemption tour. The redemption tour from what, from what 2013, 04, uh, last year's. <laughs> Do you, you don't think last year's is gonna repeat itself, or like the many, 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 many years prior? Just, oh yeah, yeah, and then we just lose to Boston. So this is our year. The Leafs are making it out of the first round this year. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. First round. They're making it out. And what? What if they don't? We're on. We're recording right now. What if they don't? What do you want to bet on? I don't know. No. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to bet on. Um, uh, we could figure it out another podcast, but um, yeah, we'll see about that. Personally, I just don't think you guys have it. You guys, the Maple Leafs, just every year, it just seems like. Uh, um, just seems like you guys are the choke artists, and that's how it is. You guys are the laughing factor of the league. So um, I just think history is going to repeat itself. It's been pretty.
pretty truthful for the past what seven years. So if I'm, I was I'm just a Bruins keep to that. fan, I'd be nervous. I'd be rattled out of my boots right now. First round, you get my boy, Ilya Sorokin. Sorokin. <laughs> Ilya Sorokin, and if he gets hot, what happens? He could steal a series. He's good enough to steal a series. It's not Jay Gottinger. No Shesterkin either. I just don't. He's better than Shesterkin. Not Shesterkin's better. But no, Sorokin is the better goalie. Look at the look, stats, and look, he's on a worse team. That's true. That is very true. Do you think the Rangers could be a wagon? Just be a dark horse? No. You don't, don't think, think so? so? I don't think they have the defensive. I'm not, okay. These Ranger, the Rangers and Carolina are two teams I'm scared of. Really? I'm so I scared. Think New Jersey. New Jersey going to be. Carolina is so good. They're so good. They have New Jersey is the same amount of points as them. I know, but I think Carolina is better. And more wins. So? One more win. Okay, my bad. But, like, Carolina is just, from head to toe, I think, is the better team. Like, really? that, as a I Bruins take, fan, I'm more, I'm the I most take, scared about Carolina. I take New Jersey's top talent over Carolina's. I'd rather have Jack Hughes, Jesper Bratt, um, <laughs> Timo Meyer, who has been slow coming over, but... I think come playoff time he'll find his like game. he's slowly finding his footing with New Jersey kind of thing like yeah and I and they have Dougie Hamilton yeah. and Hamilton has twenty goals this year do you see that no I didn't. he has twenty goals this year as a defenseman so that's kudos to him because it's pretty hard to get twenty goals as a D man in this league um but uh, yeah like as a Bruins fan I just think Carolina's a scarier team like out of the whole like Eastern. Uh, Eastern Conference, I think it's uh, pretty scary as a Bruins fan. I don't know about are you. What are you scared for, like Toronto? Are you scared of the Bruins? No, they've beaten the big bad Bruins enough times this year that I have confidence in them you that they'll get it once. done. They'll get it done. They'll get it done. They'll get it done. Okay. Toronto Maple Leafs redemption tour. Toronto Maple Leafs redemption. I actually like that. That's pretty funny. But. Um, you know, um, well, oh, well, since I was talking about a defenseman, I just want to uh, talk about this pretty quick. Uh, Eric Carlson scores his 84th uh, point of the season, and uh, he actually breaks uh, San Jose Sharks' record. Uh, he passes Brent Burns for the in uh, the Sharks' D-men all-time record uh, for points in a season, and he broke it with 84. And so, counting. Yeah, and counting. That's correct. Thank you. Um, so, do you think he could possibly hit a hundred? Mm, probably. How many games do they have left? Oh, I think it's fifteen. Let's see. Oh, I, I said it's a good assessment. Around fifteen. Um, they have yeah, fifteen on the dot. Oh wow, good on me. But um, yeah, I think he might uh, hit it. Like with the amount of like multi-point games he's had this season, like. It's almost like at least like once or twice a week I see Eric Carlson hit like Do you think they're two, bad three, for four Bedard? Points. They're bound for Bedard? Bad for Bedard. Um, could be. I still think it's kind of like Arizona, Columbus, or uh, whatever the other team is, Anaheim. Yeah, right now. I think it's it those three. Columbus, San Jose, then Chicago. Oh, the really? Chicago? Three. Yeah. Oh, well. And then you got Hab, and then you got oh Anaheim, then Habs. So 
The Habs cannot get him. The Cav- the Habs cannot get him. They've had what they've Slavkovsky and then like all those guys. They traded like they trade away Kakaniemi. <laughs> I I no. Just don't give him to the Habs, please don't. Um what if he goes to Chicago? That would be alright. I wouldn't be upset with that. I think personally, if he was gonna go anywhere, which right he could he could go to St. Louis right now. Could you imagine that? If he was to go anywhere... St. Louis is this low? Holy... Yeah, they're 24th. If I could put Bedard anywhere, I'd either want to see him go to either Detroit or Philly. Or Arizona. One of those three. Not Philly. No. Not Philly. (laughs) Not Philly. Him and Torts would be an elite (laughs) combo. (laughs) Do you think you just pull a line a and just like I'm out? Him, you mean Dubois? But Dubois, him and yeah, my bad. him, him and Kevin Hayes, they tear it up. Him, Kevin Hayes, and Torts touring <laughs> around the town, Philadelphia. But I think he'd be a good fit in Philadelphia. I think it would be because they have a lot of decent players. They're just not. They're just very shallow. They're yeah. not a deep team. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, that'd be crazy. See him go to Philly. Actually, I really don't want to see him go to Arizona. I really you don't want him. That, that would actually desert dog? no. I that would actually ruin my like, just as a fan of hockey. That would just actually just ruin it. Him, I'm not going. Him and Clayton Keller together. Yeah, I just no. Just please no. Don't go to the desert. Like I would be fine with him going to like San Jose, the Hawks. Um, Columbus is fine. Anha- Anaheim would actually be pretty cool if he went to Anaheim. Like play with like Zegers and McTavish. Uh, Drysdale, like that would be a young, really young team, hey. Eh? I just another thing, Vancouver better not get him, cause they're gonna mess that up, and I just don't want to see that happen with such a promising prospect. But Vancouver gets him. Whoever goes number two is the better pick. I mean, Bedard's favorite team is Vancouver, so we'll see about that. That's Play pretty surprising, though. Like, how do you cheer for a franchise like that? crappy team like Vancouver. So, awful, awful management. Speaking of Connor Bedard, Connor Bedard hit 60 goals. In the dub. That is... That's crazy. Yeah, that is nuts. That's like... I think you gotta check what he's eating or drinking before games or something like that. He's on type of drugs or something like that, or steroids or... I don't know what he's taking, but... I mean, have you seen his legs? It's like almost like Crosby's. Like tree trunks almost, eh? So, but yeah, props to him for getting 60 goals. Is he going to get 70? (laughs) He is. (laughs) Yeah, so he's, uh, and like I saw also on Instagram, like uh, guys comparing uh, his numbers to McDavid when McDavid was in the O, like OHL, and they were like a bit higher than McDavid's actually. So, um, this is just he's just an absolute generational talent and I know we already talk about him enough <laughs> but um it's just really cool to see he's putting up crazy numbers like this and I can't wait uh for him to get drafted like uh, this year which is crazy he's our age so um it's crazy how good of a hockey player he is like and like his team actually isn't that good like for the Regina Pats like they're not that good. I saw like last night they got blown up like seven nothing. Like 
it's just him on that team, I'm pretty sure. And then the rest of those guys are just a bunch of scrubs. So, um, but yeah, other than that, like I just can't wait to see like how he does in his first year uh, in the NHL, like as whatever team he goes to. Um, it'd just be cool to see. Um, I think we can segue into the dog and cat of the week. So this week's dog of the week goes to Clayton Keller putting up four goals and five assists. How do you think about that? Uh, for a guy that plays on the desert dogs for the, the coyotes, I think that's a, a really good, like, uh, point production for him uh, especially if he doesn't have that many guys to play with he's been playing really good recently i saw him get that overtime winner a couple days ago pretty sure um he's just been playing uh really well lately and just him uh just putting the points he's been putting up especially with like no line mates and he doesn't really have anyone else to play with since they traded away like all their guys and like um all their cap space is just a bunch of old vets that don't play anymore. Like you got Shea Weber, Hosa, Andrew Ladd, Andrew Ladd uh, Datsuk. So you just got a bunch of contracts uh, taking up the the cap space, just old contracts. But uh, yeah, Keller, uh, dog of the week, putting up uh, good numbers on a crappy team. And then this week's cat of the week, we've already mentioned them, Stuart Skinner. Oilers goaltending struggles. He allowed seven goals against while playing Toronto. The, the Oilers scored four. So, in my eyes, I think if you your team scores four, you should win most games. Like, as a player's perspective. And if I'm a player on the Oilers and my goalie lets in four, I'd be fuming. Like, we scored four goals and, and you let in seven. Like what are you doing? Obviously, like on every like like off game, you wouldn't want that to happen. Um, you wouldn't want that to happen, right? Like kind of thing. Like um, obviously, it's kind of bound to happen when you play eighty-two games, right? Um, so, uh, as a goalie's perspective, obviously, like we always obviously no one has like no one's perfect, so you don't always have to put up like crazy crazy numbers right but at least like put up like a decent like 900 at least or something like a 910 and like average like two goals two 2.7 i think it's fair for a goalie in the nhl but um like especially when his team's playing his he has connor mcdavid and dry side on his team's like you have to put better numbers you need to yes and some and yes like you're it's some of it's your uh the defense fault it is it definitely is but you cannot be letting that happen when you're a goaltender and you're with like number if you're one a and number two tender tend the goal oh. <laughs> where's that from is that steve, steve dangle, dangle? <laughs> it's pretty funny but yeah um that's really all i gotta say about skinner and the crappy goaltending from the oilers lately um we could add a couple more things actually um we got uh we could talk about uh Tavares getting fined for slashing uh Deharnay uh you got fined 5 grand which is the max pretty sure for fines i think that's just Tavares saying fuck around and find out but <laughs> yeah yeah but you watch that whole clip the whole shift 
Well, how do you say his last name? De Desjardins. Yeah, Desjardins. He's given Tavares shots, cross checks in front, playing chippy. So where do where do you slash him? I didn't really see the cross the arm. Oh, okay. So I think honestly, buddy, if you wanna if you wanna give, you better be ready to take. And I think Tavares, you know what? Five K. It was dirty, but at the same time, I it's mean, 5K. it's five k for an NHLer for a guy that makes ten mil, and and Tavares is a good player. He's a star player, and star players eat a lot. You don't really see him like get mad. He's pretty yeah, get, level. Yeah, he's pretty like level headed. Like he doesn't like really react to anything like like crazy or like even when stuff's going bad, you don't really see him talk out of line or anything. So it's pretty like. Um, it's pretty crazy to see him kind of step out of line. You don't really see that from him, so uh, that was pretty funny to see. But um, uh, another guy uh, from the Vegas Golden Knights, his, this guy's name is Pavel Dorofeyov. Uh, sorry if I mispronounce his name, but um, he scored his first NHL goal against St. Louis in St. Louis, and uh, it, it was a funny clip, and I saw this, and he scored it, and it went off. It bounced off his head and in the net. Have you seen this before? I've seen this um, uh, I maybe one time before was when Chicago was playing Anaheim and Andrew Shaw, like, you see him, like, headbutt it like, like a soccer, playing head soccer or something on your iPhone kind of thing. And I, I saw that get waved off. But that was intentional. So, like, I guess if it's not intentional, it's a goal. So um, that was pretty funny to see. And then uh, – you could see his parents uh, when they were watching TV. There was a clip, and they were just going wild and making fun of him for scoring off the helmet. And he just looked really confused on the ice and stuff like that. He was like, "What the heck is going on?" <laughs> kind of thing. So I thought that was pretty funny. Um, do you have anything to add to that? Well, it's just a cool moment, and that's definitely a memorable way to score your first NHL goal. But that's about all I've got to say. All right, um, I'm pretty sure, I know it's been a, probably one of our shorter uh, episodes for sure. There's not been a lot to talk about, but like, uh, I thought it was a pretty good episode. How about you? Yeah, it was solid. A bit of a quieter week in the NHL, but, you know, still fun to record. A pretty, pretty upbeat week for us, though, so winning that championship, so that was nice. Um, uh, I just, I was just really excited. Um, uh just winning that championship uh, with my best bud on, on the left of me. So um, that was a good week for us. Uh, quiet week for the NHL, like you said. But I, And Big Dog won the MVP. Big Dog won the MVP. Who's Big Dog? Murph. Thanks, buddy. Murph. So Connor Murph walks around at school and goes, I'd like you all to refer to me as Big Dog now. So now we just <laughs> refer to him as Big Dog. Oh, boy. I did not say that, but uh, he can say whatever he wants. But uh, other than that, uh, I think uh, that's about it for the podcast for the this episode. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Jack, do you have anything to add for this one? Nope. All right. So uh, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you uh, next week. See ya.